front of them, they won't have any idea it's going to be there when the lights come up. We kind of don't really censor ourselves. Coming up, we're going behind the scenes of Urban Death Cannibal Corpse at Zombie Joe's Underground Theater in North Hollywood. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the Haunted Attraction Network podcast, we bring Halloween to you every weekday. We have news on location coverage and interviews from experiences around the world. Outside of this podcast, we have videos, education, and even events. Speaking of events, today's episode is a recording from our first meetup of the season, which we did in partnership with Horror Buzz, and which happened on June 24th. We'll be hosting more events as part of our annual Hauntathon, and we'll announce them soon. Speaking of our Hauntathon, if you have a haunt and you want us to feature you on the show, or even do a meetup at your haunt, contact me. You can contact us via our website or email me at philip at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We cover haunts large and small during our Hauntathon, so don't be afraid to reach out. Today, you'll hear our Q&A from Zombie Joe's latest show. And you know, we often say that haunts are theater you walk through. And the line between haunt and theater is especially close with immersive horror theater like Zombie Joe's. So if you're a fan, it's a fantastic look behind the curtain. And if you're a haunter, this is an example of partnering with an IP to act as inspiration for your show. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming tonight. Tonight, tonight we arranged a, a very special Q&A with the, the director of the show and the creative director along with the cast. This is something that you rarely get to see and it's presented by Horror Buzz and Haunted Attraction Network. Without further ado here, let's go for it. Jana Weimer, the director of this version of Urban Death. Please, come on up. And of course, oh, creative director, <laughs> Zombie Joe. <laughs> and then of course, this show would be nothing without the unbelievable cast. You guys, come on out. Just fill out wherever you see an empty seat. Congratulations on an amazing show tonight. Thank you. That was ridiculous. And uh, I don't know if you guys are fully aware, but this is their 30th year as Zombie Joe's Underground Theater. 30, 30 years. So, First off, Zombie Joe's Underground Theater has been doing theater for a while, but Urban Death was something that came about in 2005. And this, as you guys saw, this was, it's a combination of Grand Guignol, Butoh, Theater of Cruelty. Can you tell me, Zombie, how you kind of came up with this format and, and what inspired it? We were already sort of doing kind of episodic, theater and Jana and I were doing some, we were kind of dabbling in horror theater. We just started having quick conversations before you know it. I think the first one was like in July eh. of 2005. Eh. We put, put that first show together really quickly and we loved what we were doing and that kind of began the journey. The show was born out of the darkness of this theater. Mm -hmm. Like the first show I saw here, the lights, the lights went off and it was pitch black and you don't see that in theaters and for me it was always like man you can just like turn those lights off and turn the lights on and they can see whatever the <laughs> you know like who knows when you put anything in front of them and they won't have any idea it's going to be there when the lights come up so 
Cannibal Corpse. How, how, I mean, I suppose it's a marriage that, I mean, made in hell, but how did that idea kind of come about? Well, Kevin Van Cott, who composed the music. You know, a huge metalhead. What? Who knew? <laughs> Coincidentally, I saw Cannibal Corpse in 94 at the Cadillac Club in Fresno when I was like 20 years old. So nice. That's, but that's like a whole, I just aged myself. But uh, we were, their new album came out a year and a half ago or something, and we were listening to it, and I was like reading the track list on the back of the CD. Yes, he still gets CDs. I was like, <laughs> this sounds just like an Urban Death set list. And that's, uh, <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> well... If I may. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, the set list. These uh, are the see. song title lists. These, these are, so, yeah, so. Or, or album titles. Some of them are album titles. Okay, so, so, yeah, so some of these are Cannibal Corpse songs or, you know, titles of the albums. Raped by the Beast, Cyanide Assassination, I Come Blood. That's, that's, that's a fun one. Too Sick to Suck It. So, question, with so many uh, choices. Right, yeah. How did you choose what to depict? Like priests of Sodom? Yeah, well, you know, it's just what it, the show wrote itself, really. They just, <laughs> you know, we had more choices than we, just everybody came in with ideas and it was so easy. It was so easy. It really was. <laughs> now, what's really interesting to me is how these types of particular shows come together and your creative process. It's pretty collaborative, isn't it? Yeah. So can you can you walk me through kind of the audition and then the first rehearsal and you guys were like, okay, you know. For this show in particular, there was no auditions. I just, I got the cream of the crop cast-wise. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. They're yeah. amazing, you yeah, guys. And so when you come to rehearsal and you guys have this, this set list, fucked with a knife being one of them, you, um, <laughs> like, how do you guys go, okay, this is how we're going to stage that? I mean, is it you guys saying it, or is it the cast developing it with you? It's kind of both. You know, as a director, I obviously have final word, and like, you know, I'm the one ultimately shaping the show, but, um, but it was very collaborative. I, you know, this is an amazing cast. Most of them have done several urban deaths, and, you know, some of the pieces, I was like, yeah, come on. you know, it was totally how they created it. I barely touched it at all. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was it was a ridiculously amazing job, you guys. And I'd like to ask the cast: is there is there a scene that any of you guys did that is particularly f your, your favorite that you've done in a long time? Ian, did you enjoy being in a Nazi costume? Oh, <laughs> you know, when when that one got brought up, someone else demoed it, but I sat there the entire time thinking, oh. That's gonna be me. <laughs> but, but I have to say, dying horribly as a Nazi and feeling my face contort, that was a great feeling. Uh, I no mean, kidding. most definitely. They Deserve to Die is the name of that song, by the way. Oh, we'll see. That works. <laughs> Alif and Janica. You, Jonica. Jonica, sorry. It's so funny, everybody calls her Janica. The two of, the two of you are like, so good as the Siamese twins. Can you t and and if you guys didn't notice that, if you look down, there's only two legs. 
Okay, so they're kind of stuck together. How in the world do you guys do that? Well, the fight is for real. <laughs> <laughs> and it is 200 degrees in there, so I was slippery like a fish. <laughs> and like she's wearing, Jonica is wearing more clothes in that, but I am naked, so he's trying to take a hold on me, and I am like trying to hop with. So the anger is for real. I think that's it <laughs> <laughs> towards her. <laughs> Oh, Demented Aggression is the name of that yeah. song, by the way. But my favorite piece in this one is, it has a backstory. Because we are not allowed to eat in the theater, zombie will, like, murder us. <laughs> but he will offer you a bottle of water. The Chinese restaurant, he has a whole spiel about it. Okay. I get to eat on stage. <laughs> 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 well, and Barry did. Barry did too, right? Yeah. With his little, his his. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> well, I I would honestly like to open it up to any of the audience. Does anybody have a question? There's one right back there. Go ahead. Okay. An important part of art is in the editing. How do you decide what goes too far? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we kind of don't really censor ourselves. Sometimes there's pieces that I wouldn't do at a certain time that we've done. Like, I wouldn't do a certain piece now. But uh, generally, you know, and it's usually the pieces where I'm like, I don't know, guys, this might be too much, that the, they get the best reaction. I, I mean, really I really yeah. like that you kept the uh, the newborn butcher. Butcher at birth? Yeah, the butcher at birth scene, and especially with today's news. So another thing that I found that, that I, well, I, I, I'm fascinated with is the dressing room space that you guys have to deal with. How big is that? What, eight by eight, 10 by 10, maybe? Right, so, and how many, how many people are in the cast? 11. So there's 11 people cycling through there and changing silently and in the dark. How does, how do you guys function back there? I will, I'd like to answer this because this is my first urban death, but my second zombie show. And so my husband, the Nazi, um, <laughs> who's done many an urban death, when I was invited to join the cast, I was like, well, I did, I did uh, the musical. I know how the backstage thing works. And he just shook his head. <laughs> it's like, no idea. And it really is, one of the biggest things I think to be able to be part of this cast is not just being able to be fearless on stage, but to get your shit together backstage. Yeah. And be able to just get your costume set, not get in somebody's way, help them change, help each other, constantly make sure everybody's got what they need to get done. We've got a whole pile of makeup backstage. I'm marking up Gina with blood on my fingers. I'm putting his thing on as we, you know, as he sucks the life out of me. And the way it works is honestly magical. Like, I, I don't, it, there's no other way to describe it because we didn't rehearse, like, how are we going to do all this? We just did it. So every time you're done with a costume piece, you're not done, throw it in the discard pile, and then at the end of the show, you just throw it all and we pick up our costume pieces and hope nothing is... And you're all welcome to help us sort through Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the real show is backstage. The yeah. real show is backstage. I would love to see a, an urban death noises off type of a situation going on. <laughs> where there's like, you know, we really see this stuff. Anyway, there's a question over here. Yeah, I'm in awe of the silent scene, silent pitch black scene changes. And literally every change I was going, 
how did they do that? How did they get out there? How did they find their mark? How did that lamp get on the floor over there? Yeah, <laughs> there's no magic. It's getting hurt. <laughs> Either you're in it to win it, or we're just like fucking off and doing fucking whatever. Either we're in it to win it and just rock the shit out of the place, or we're just like fucking around and we're bumble fucking around. Like there's nothing in between. So we're in it to fucking win it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Say it with me. In it to win it. In it to win it. To the cast, you guys completely rocked it, and this is easily one of the better urban deaths that have been staged here in this humble little space. So I salute you. Congratulations. It was very good. And Zombie, brilliant, brilliant job. And of course, Jana, who fearlessly led this entire show. Okay, that's it for today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And don't forget to contact me if you'd like to participate in this year's Hauntathon. And tomorrow, we're discussing lighting design hacks for the budget-minded haunter. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.